0: so soulful hey guys welcome to another episode of uh, more than a podcast it's your host james and honestly i need a nap <laughs> i um i just had some uh some chicken strips and you know it's really funny because like i'm in this i'm in this uh method of discovery where i'm trying to find out um who has the best chicken strips around me <clears throat> and I'm in California. So it's a lot of different places to go and get chicken, you know, but I don't know, like I, I, um, I actually had Popeye's today. If You ever heard of that? If it's anywhere on your side of town. Um, but it's really weird because it's the second time I've had Popeye's in about a month span and i I think i'm gonna just color myself unimpressed um and i got the uh, you know like usually when i go to a place i'll usually go and get something twice because i want to make sure that there's a range of consistency because i'm big on consistency um you know like i can't stand getting french fries from a burger shop one day and they're crispy and delicious and hot and then going another day and they're soggy and warm and not even salted like like that irritates me so consistency is something that i'm big on but it's crazy because um popeyes has been consistently bad which i mean this is just my experience because i you know and and i'm boiling it down to maybe it's just me so i order whenever I go get chicken from anywhere, I'm nine times out of 10, I'm going to get, uh, some form of chicken tenders or chicken strips. And, um, what's cool about Popeye's is they actually have a choice of what type of strips you want. So they could be mild or spicy. And I usually pick spicy whenever I have a choice in any, um, you know, any preparation of food. If, if spicy is a, is a choice. I'll, I'll get it that way. But <clears throat> for some reason, I don't know what it is, but Popeye's, uh, chicken strips are just never spicy or at least no, at least there's no, no recognizable spice to what I effectively order. You know, it's like I, first time I ate them, I said, uh, maybe, maybe they, maybe they gave me uh regular tenders, this time but um the you know the second time that i've had them <clears throat> you can see like i was biting the chicken and you can kind of see where you know the the white meat is is a bit stained from the <clears throat> the spice so to speak and it just i i said you know what it's probably my palate cuz i'm probably so used to spicy food that it just doesn't even register with me and i'm pretty sure if i gave this to somebody who either you know mildly handles spice or doesn't do spice at all they'll probably think it's burning their mouth off but i don't know i even i even ordered a a chicken breast just because i wanted to see if like maybe there was something different in the two preparations and uh i mean got them both spicy and they both were you know subpar but um yeah just it it's a shame because like i i because the funny thing about me and and um strips and chicken all together is like i rarely would even consider like a place like kfc like i don't i don't find myself going to kfc like at all i don't i don't remember the last time i even went to a kfc for chicken um but now it's kind of becoming an option because i mean popeye sucks so it is what it is but you know i've had some really good chicken at other places like um i mean i think some of the best chicken is <clears throat> is from uh chick-fil-a obviously and please do not at me with your you know politics and don't eat their sandwiches because of this and that like listen <laughs> i support all people in all walks of life but at the end of the day i like good chicken too and I don't really buy into, you know, the connection because every everywhere we go, there's going to be somebody behind some desk with a political view that you may not agree with. And you're still going to go buy groceries and still going to go wash your clothes at the laundromat. I mean, the, the person who owns the laundromat could be a Republican and you could be a staunch Democrat. So, <clears throat> you know, like, what's the difference? So I'm going to eat my chicken nuggets and tenders and sandwiches from chick-fil-a and be happy but um yeah like there's another place that actually popped up in uh california recently they might have been around before i mean i don't know i i mean i know they just came around like my area it's a place called Raising canes and uh i'd never heard of them and their chicken's all right um It's not bad chicken, but you know, it's it's compare comparing it to everything else. I mean, you know, it's a contender, but you know, like as far as like the losing end of the spectrum, Popeyes went way down for me, so you know, and I just feel bad about that because I feel like if anybody's gonna offer something unique, it should be Popeyes to offer you know, a spicy variation. But I'm just thinking, where's the spice? But it is whatever. but that's something i you know i only keep on my mind for a little bit the other half of my my brain is just is just feeling sadness well not really sadness but so the scenario is like i i spend a lot of time on youtube and i'm i'm just one of those random watchers on youtube like i do enjoy watching people frequently and subscribing to channels and stuff but a lot of times i get into that method of just watching the most random thing until i get down this rabbit hole where i look back and say how the heck did i get here and you know it's real funny because one of the one of the video types that i run across a lot and this is a part of what makes me a little sad mostly sad about society is um public freakouts so you know it look i'm not again i'm not i don't really have a political stance on whether recording is right or wrong i think recording you know like if i had if i had to have a have if i had to if i had to stand on one side of the corner like all i'm going to say is this i think recording um, there's a right place and a right time for for recording stuff. <clears throat> you know I think in the case of these you know these cops who are abusing their powers and stuff, yeah, you definitely want to catch that kind of kind of stuff. <clears throat> you know it's always cool to have your own you know dash cam when you got a cop pulling up on you and saying that you're not wearing your seatbelt. And you can say, well, actually I am because I have myself recorded on my dash cam. And, you know, if you want to see, I'll play it back for you. (laughs) You know, like in real time, I'll play the whole thing back for you. You know, catch people slipping like that. But I think where it just gets a little depressing is like when you get into these uh, situations and circumstances where you know, people don't agree with with normal things in life. You know, maybe somebody's too loud, or somebody doesn't agree with something in a store. And it's really funny that I actually brought that up. You know, it wasn't. It's kind of a coincidence on 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 the the matter of me going to Popeyes because the last time I went to Popeyes, I had a guy who um, had a public freakout, and um, I felt sorry for him. I really did, dude. I felt sorry for him because because on side you know like on on the side where my 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 view is like people shouldn't be recording all the time there's the other side where I just think like people just need to learn how to control themselves in you know in public places and I mean this guy had no sense of self-control um you know just to kind of put the put the scenario out there I mean this guy was up at the counter. I just walked in. He's hollering about being overcharged, and in his in his uh effort to really draw attention and embarrass the girl I mean you know he was basically you know uh telling her what she shouldn't be doing versus what she needed to be doing and you know and and you know making a fuss about being cheated and I just kept thinking like you know, all of this is so unnecessary. I mean, you could have this dialogue with her and keep it on a personable level where, you know, you and her can deal with it in the most efficient way possible. Heck, you don't even have to stay here. You could just take down numbers and names, go home and worry about your, you know, missing money later. But, you know, that wasn't good enough for him as it's not good enough for a lot of people. I mean, you, you get on the internet nowadays and you just look, like I said, just look up public freakouts, And, you know, you just wonder like what possesses people to act, you know, in some of these ways that they do, you know, and it's just, it's just a little weird. And like I said, on the, on the other end, I think it's more weird when you consider, you know, the people who want to be observant to everything and start recording everything. You know, because I think I think what it is, is like everybody wants a everybody wants a chance to go viral. Everybody wants a chance to go viral. Even if it's by even if it's at the expense of someone else's tragedy. You know, somebody could be breaking up with somebody on an airplane and you're filming from the other side of the plane with no discretion and you know you upload it to you know public forums and mediums and have it out there for the world to see and it's just crazy you know it's crazy but again like i said i mean there are so many instances where it helps there's a lot of instances where it helps i think when you have things where there are points of injustice like with you know our recent circumstance with george floyd i mean you know, what better way to articulate the injustice of, of, you know, these people who are supposed to be our protectors than to film them doing one of the most heinous things possible. You know, like that was just totally wrong and I'm glad that that got caught. But I just think people just need to think a little more about when and where they record and what they record. And it's even, it's even crazier when like you look at a video online and, somebody will say well you were cussing at me i got the whole thing on video and and my thing is if they were really cussing at you and you got the whole thing on video that's what you would have uploaded because you would have wanted people to see that part of you being mistreated why would you just start it from the point where you know it seems to be at the highest point of escalation you know if you have the original portion of injustice then upload it all because that's when it makes the most sense you know i mean that at least that's the way i think of it but you know i'm pretty sure that from my perspective i don't really have a i don't really have a, a stance against you know other people because i'm pretty sure there's more people who enjoy this medium as an entertainment prospect which again it's sad it's just really sad to think that people are entertained by stuff like that you know <clears throat> entertained by people being beaten up and being slapped or um being drunk or uh, just whatever the cases are that people feel like they they have to pull a phone out and I've i've actually been blessed enough to not have that happen around me you know i think people in in my particular neck of the woods, don't really think about phones first. Um, you know, and it's really crazy cause in my personal life, you know, there's been a there's been many instances um where I've had the unfortunate um responsibility um to bear witness to things that, you know, have happened to people. You know, I've I've seen people hit by cars, I've seen people fall out of cars, I've seen people Uh, hit trees I've seen all kinds of stuff and I think about and 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 maybe it's just because I'm older maybe that's it maybe it's because I'm older I don't know but you know and I'm not gonna sit here and say well I've saved so many people's lives but I will tell you in 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 the respect of helping someone as opposed to just witnessing someone I've never in any of my time thought it would be more beneficial for me to film this than it would be for me to call nine one one and get that person help like that that's where I feel like the disconnect is, and it's crazy because you'll 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 even watch these videos like like again, let's say it's a a video of a fight and people are filming and laughing and you know doing whatever they do and then someone's skull gets cracked open and someone's seizing on the floor and they're still filming. And it's, Oh my God, somebody called 911. I rest my case. (laughs) I just, I rest my case. I mean, it's not, it's not funny, but it's really, it's really wild to conceive that this is how we live life, man. Like this really is how we live life. You know, with like the whole coronavirus thing, I mean, you know, I said it, I said it before and I'll say it again. It's 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 a clear divide between people who are responsible and taking their responsibilities seriously. And then those who just are turning a blind eye and accepting this notion that they're special. And I'm, I don't know, like I, it rubs me the wrong way. And I've never been one to like confront people about their personal choices because I live off of karma. And I believe that, you know, what you, what energies you put into the world will come back to you. You know, they'll come back to you in full force, you know, no less potent than what you put out, you know? And I would never say like, Oh, if a person walks around without a mask, they deserve to get Corona. Like, now, I'm not that volatile with my with my thoughts. But I I think people just got to be more responsible. You know, it's just it's just weird. We're we're living in a really weird time. And I don't really even know how we're going to make it to 2021. Like we're just man, this 2020 has been the. The most uncomfortable year in my entire life like wow just crazy but you know i try to keep myself positive one thing that i did yesterday actually um which is on a positive note was you know i was sitting around and i got a few friends on um twitter who um played the google stadium and i'll tell you just like i've i've said before on my show you know like i was i was definitely down as an early adopter i actually was one of the first to buy my founders pack you know like i was on board but there were there were things you know there was life circumstances that i had to deal with um and also there was just there was a slight level of apprehension because i just slowly i think what it was at the time was like google wasn't taking the necessary steps to prepare their potential audience i feel like they really fumbled on on that level and i feel like like okay so like basically what what i'm what i'm you know, going to go over and talk about is more like a reassessment because now I've recently had the chance to actually play Stadia. You know, I've actually had the chance to like, you know, sit down, actually put a controller in my hands and play it. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, like Google Stadia is dope. Like it's dope. Like it, like when you, when you actually get that thing going, it is like, like conceptually, you can't fathom how that works. You, you just can't. It's no way to put that, you know, put that into a thought. But the fact that it does just strikes you as strikes you in all. And I like that. But I'll tell you right now, it's not, you know, and I, and I know people have said this in the past and people continue to say it, you know, because the one thing that I'll never say about Google Stadia is that, you know, it's uh, it's dead. It's It was dead on arrival or it's dead now. Like, nah, it's not dead, but I feel there are some levels of its execution that need to be refined because like, again, there's so much that it's doing right, but the things that it's doing wrong are really holding it back. So case in point, my phone, my phone pulls down over a hundred megabytes, right? And one of the features is you should be able to use your uh, smart device in order to uh, take advantage of Google Stadia. Well, I wasn't able to, and What's crazy is that the Google Stadia listed my phone as one of the compatible phones. It's even listed one of you know my controller types as a compatible controller. So I had everything that I thought I needed right off the jump. Like I I was ready. I was like okay, the phone is compatible, the controller is compatible, my controller's able to hook up to my phone, everything's good. And then I tried to play games and no. And maybe maybe playing it on my phone shouldn't have been my first attempt, but it did leave a sour taste in my mouth because I was I had that notion of all accessible, you know what I mean like I was really just just <clears throat> hanging on to you know the the point of accessing games whenever wherever, and there was the asterisk I was not able to do it on my phone, so I turned around and I did it and 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 here and here's something else i'll lay on you so the only reason that i even started it up yesterday one because i was bored and two because right now um there's a you get a free month of google stadia so i said well if it's free for a month then why not right and i went ahead got everything signed up got the name i wanted all that good stuff and um and yeah, I was, I was good to go now. I went ahead and I, I, um, I hooked it up to my laptop and I got my laptop to recognize my controller. I used the PS4 controller by the way, because I haven't taken the time to like really reconsider whether I'm going to purchase, um, you know, stadia as a whole, like, am I going to really invest in it? So I just kind of wanted to test it all out and the ps4 controller hooked up great you know it was easiest as, easiest as pie to get it all hooked up no no worries with that um and, and and what i really liked about stadia and i think this is just more on a level of it being of it going through pc is that it recognizes the type of controller that you're using so um it corresponds correctly with your controller just based on what you're using so you know since i had a ps4 controller it knew that i i was pressing x for confirmation circle for choices this that and the other so all that stuff was great now let me tell you where it kind of fell apart for me so um of course i claimed well i I didn't claim all the games i I, because there was just some games i was just like i'm not gonna play this but i did claim a good chunk of them and, uh, you know, I claimed a lot of the obvious ones. So I claimed, um, I definitely claimed Destiny 2. And that was the one where I was like, you know what? If this, if this is as good as I feel like it can be, I will totally bring my character from PS4 to the Stadia and just let this be my preferred method. Because if it's one thing that I feel like I, I could do all day is, you know, destiny 2 i could play that all day so but it didn't it didn't go well man it didn't go well at all it actually it actually sucked a lot like a lot and a lot of a lot of what was bad about it is stuff that it's stuff that people already know about the google stadia so there is definitely a latency that you suffer when you play games with a higher fidelity and a larger range of motion I mean destiny's a fast game it's not as fast as like a doom but you're definitely on the go and you're definitely you know um you know you're definitely training your vision on your objectives as you're you know shooting down your enemies and whatnot but man i mean i felt elementary when i was playing because i felt like i couldn't get my sights right and i i had to actually think about it because at first i thought it was me i was thinking like okay well i haven't played destiny 2 in a bit so maybe i'm just not used to it and then i was thinking okay maybe maybe uh they got their maybe google stadia has a different level of sensitivity for their you know for their vision um you know how you how you you know uh how you exercise the vision through the game and no i just i realized i was like it's nothing to do with that it's everything to do with the fact that there's a latency and this is the game is not responding as fast as i am moving and that was huge and i didn't i mean i i got to a point in the game where I was actually defeated where in my first playthrough of Destiny Two it would have just been easy peasy and I probably wouldn't have never ever died. And I just and and it was purely because I was a victim of that latency. So it you know, that sucked. I felt bad. I I felt really bad. Um and that was and that was like my first impression. But, you know, I went through I went through some of the other games. I booted up. Um, I booted up uh, Power Rangers Battle of the Grid, and again, I mean, it's a fast-paced fighting game, and it just, you know, what what I was attempting to do wasn't registering in enough time as what the computer was able to register to defeat me. So there was just this bout of unfairness and I was just like, Okay, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm not trying. It's just not registering. It's not registering at all. So, you know, there was that and you know, I I I tried a few other games and what I noticed is that with the with the smaller titles, it did get a bit easier to kind of navigate and play through the game. I mean, I even I even took, I even took my, well, I take my laptop to work anyway, but, um, I went ahead and, and booted up Google Stadia on my laptop on my work network, which is like blazingly fast. And it was the same exact thing. It was just the same exact thing. I tried destiny, um, just kept chopping it up. Wasn't, doing what it needed to do and it and look and it's not so much that i'm saying oh i really gotta play destiny because i could play destiny anywhere else i think what bothered me was the was the level the the decreased level of potential because i started looking through the store and i'm thinking oh it would be nice to own you know um mortal kombat or Red Dead Red Dead Redemption 2 or, you know, any of the other AAA titles. But how could I justify spending a price for something that's effectively going to play in that same manner? And that's just me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just not big on spending $60 for something that I can play way better on a system I already have at home you know, screw the fact that I'm buying, you know, that I'd be buying two two titles on two different systems because we all kind of do it, but there's really nothing to justify um, Google Stadia. I mean, that's just bottom line. Nothing, nothing can really justify the, the purchase, the full purchase of games on Google Stadia. I mean, it's again, it's a cool concept and i think that in the future with more work they can they can make it better but i think as of right now there's like really no reason that anybody should you know like spend their hard-earned money um on something that is going to give you a questionable reaction i mean but again maybe i mean i don't know like like i tried it on two different spectrums of of speed integrity and it didn't work on either you know so i don't i don't know you know like i like looking at it from you know hindsight i i don't know where it messed up but it just didn't work like i like i wish it did and i you know like and I've said this again, I'm on shows before the other thing that's killing them. And this, this is, this is actually now, now it went from before I, before the uh, concept came out and people got their hands on it to, you know, the actuality. So like now people have stadia in their homes. If anybody's actually playing stadia and they, you know, like, One of the more one of the most challenging aspects is the fact that their storefront is just completely bare. I mean, yeah, they got they have titles, you know. Yeah, you got your Rage 2, you got your Metro Exodus, you have, you know, your Doom Eternal, you have, you know, your Destiny 2s and you got your Red Deads, you know. But a lot of this stuff that that's out there is stuff that we've already gone through. You know, like we got to get to the point where, you know, when we think about Stadia, if you want to think of it as a choice amongst the other choices, you say, here comes this new stuff. I mean, it's freaking Google. Tell me why Google can't make something exclusive to their system. Even if it's a different interpretation of some type of game make that for your system so that people have a real choice to make you know like like because who's really going to go out and play cyberpunk 2077 on google stadia like who's really going to make that conscious choice outside of grabbing their playstation pro or their xbox one x and having it be uncompromised i mean that's just it it's just it's just bottom i mean it's not rocket science i mean they, they i mean their store like i could go i could go on the on the psn store and i can carouse through that thing for hours right looking at titles that have passed me by titles that may be on sale titles that aren't on sale titles that i wish i had titles that i have but i need dlc it's like it's all different factors that i could you know browse through but that's not the case on stadia like stadia is like really bare it's like only it's only two it's only like it's only three i said two but it's only three different categories it's your stadia pro stuff it's your new releases and it's your on sale and your new releases has next to nothing. There are some things that are within the new releases that have been out, you know, for a while. So it's again, it's it's just it's just a. It's just a lackadaisical experience, and I just wish that they worked a little harder to to make it more accessible Um, again, I'm not totally dogging it out because I think it's, I think it's super cool, you know, to have something on my computer screen that in the reality of whether my computer could run that on a physical level, it's like, yeah, right. No, not at all. So there's that. You know, which I kind of deem it like a cool party trick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, here's my Chromebook. I bet you 50 bucks I could run Destiny 2 on it. No, you can't. And then you get Google Stadia going up and boom, it's just like right there running in all its glory. But, you know, again, it's the integrity of, there. there's the integrity of of some integral part of what makes all that tick that's just not being executed well. I don't think I don't think it's going to die. You know, like, I don't think this is something that I mean, Google's known for cutting stuff down short. I don't think this is going to be be one of them. But I mean, it's just it's not looking good. You know, it, it's really not. But I, I definitely hope that they get it, get something together because, you know, I mean, I, I, I would definitely like a different way to play games. So I don't know. But what do you think? Uh, You know, do you got a Google Stadia at your house? Is that something that you've been playing? Uh, What's your favorite uh, form of chicken? Do you like chicken wings, chicken breast, chicken tenders, chicken nuggets? Where do you like to get them from? Um, And what do you think about public freakouts? Are you somebody that's quick to pull out the phone and start recording? Or are you somebody who shakes your head kind of like I do and say, yeah, no. I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. If you want to hit me up, I'm always on Twitter. Uh, My Twitter handle is MoreTA Podcast. That's MoreTA Podcast. If you're more the emailing type, you can always hit me up through email. I enjoy reading those as well. You can hit me up at email at morethanapodcast.com. That's email at morethanapodcast.com. Well, that's going to do it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was a really fun episode a fun full time to talk um i'm gonna go take a nap now because this food coma has been uh, i have been denying myself the sleep that it's been brought on by (coughs) Um, but with that being said do me that favor guys stay safe take care of yourselves and each other and i will see you guys next time bye guys